Welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, Chili, as we talk about video game news, reviews, and all that good stuff from PSU.com. Of course, it's not just me talking about video games. We've, of course, got our co-hosts, Gary. Hey, Gary. Why, hello. How are you? I'm hanging in there so far. How about yourself? Oh, I'm not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. You had a good day? It's been alright so far. Kind of have a tummy ache a little bit, but I'm uh, alright. Something you eat, maybe? No, yeah, most likely. Yeah. Uh, you've been playing much this week? Um, Some DO2, and I'm also playing a game for review that the embargo goes up for tomorrow. And when they sent the review guidelines and they had the embargo date for tomorrow... They had an LOL next to it because it's not possible okay. <laughs> to meet that embargo. So even they knew. So why they put that embargo in there, I don't know. So it must be an RPG of some kind. Of some kind, yes. <laughs> well, by the time this goes out, the review will be live. So go check out the details on PSU.com. So. Oh, yeah. So I can talk about it, can I? Yeah, because this won't go out to Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Pathfinder, <laughs> Kingmaker. If anybody knows what Pathfinder is, it's a pen and paper RPG, uh, very similar to Dungeons and Dragons. The game is like 300 hours worth of content that they expect me to review in two days. So that's not going to happen. Oh, nice. But thanks for, for, for the embargo with the LOL next to it. <laughs> At least they knew. At least they knew. Yeah. And we've got Alfonso. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. Hanging in there like Gary. Um, actually getting stuff ready because Shannon's birthday is next Monday, but she's going to be out of town, so I'm kind of celebrating between Thursday and Friday, so I'm just getting all her gifts and preparations ready for these next three days. Well, that, what are you getting? Like MacBooks that you seem to be giving Gary. <laughs> you said you were gone during that conversation, Ben. <laughs> I said I'll be right back. I have wireless headphones, you know that, right? Mm-hmm. I just couldn't talk yeah. because I was in the other room. You were just listening to everything. I yeah, it, yeah I was. I hate to a say it, but we've spy. been having some Discord issues, and I wanted you guys to chat because I wanted to see how the audio was. And because when I was here, talking about you, that's fine. <laughs> it means the audio is working. While I was sat here, while I was trying to test the audio, nobody was talking. So I was like, "Well, I'll just go bear it back and see if that'll make you talk." <laughs> <laughs> Nice moves, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, to answer your question, Gary, uh, the usual, I gave her money, um, gift cards to Fashion Nova because that's where she usually shop. I, hmm. I made this like art 3D glass memorabilia of her, like one of her favorite pictures. And You like, made it yourself of... with your bare hands? No, I didn't make it myself. You know what I mean? I went to the website and I opened the picture. <laughs> Like, I, I don't mean, know, no. a sculpt. 
Well, no, you said glass, right? That's that's glass blowing. Maybe you did uh, put some glasses in it. No, no. And I've done no, it before. No, no. Uh-uh. I'm very I'm prone. I know how to burn my fingers. Nah, I'm not messing with that. <laughs> I've, I did art, so, and I learned pottery. So. Damn. And I like to go with the spinny wheel. <laughs> God damn it, Ben. You still not telling me this? <laughs> Yeah. I gotta save money. Yeah, I would still pay you, but I probably wouldn't have to pay as much. I, I don't have the that. equipment, but I, know I've, I did it. I learned the skills. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean I've got it in my flat. Gonna make it with mud and fire. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna go out and search lightning strike spots and collect glass. Ben is going to be hell old school when it comes to this. <laughs> I shall search the beaches. <laughs> the blacksmith bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds cool. Uh, my, my little belly. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about blacksmiths and stuff like that. Fantasy fourteen added the dwarves as the beast tribe this this patch, and they're so much. Yeah. They're so funny. I love them. Like uh, they're trying to build a tank to stop the enemies. That they, they're desire they're desired to like build a giant tank. Um, and there was one cutscene where they were like, "Yeah, we need we, we need cannons, but we we can't like use gunpowder because we'll probably blow our own hands off." So um, let's go talk to this you know the person that's helping fund the tanks. And she's like, "She said, yeah, you can use crystal, blah blah blah, and you know they'll sell for a lot more." And the dwarf is like, "Wait, what?" Sell the tanks? We were just going to give them away. <laughs> <laughs> the dwarf had no idea he could make some profit from selling off the tanks that he's making. His whole thing was just like, ah, oh, I'll make tanks. <laughs> Here's him trying to do a good thing and some capitalist shows up. they like, make money on it. <laughs> um, I just unlocked the. You had to craft a brewery, so now the dwarf have a brewery. So, like, shouldn't that come stocked for dwarves? Like that should be like. Well, they had to move from one. They had to move from their old town to their new town because of near. Too, I, I won't talk too much about that because yeah, because of near Automa. Nice. I won't talk too much in this because of people that are still doing the yeah the story because it's only a, a recent patch. So. But yeah, they had to move from their old town to the new town because of that. So, anyway, enough Fantasy fourteen talk. This isn't Moogle Go Around Radio. This is PlayStation Unchained. And as much as I want to set, spend the entire hour talking about Final Fantasy, both Alfonso and Gary don't play it. So, but you know what they it's might so play? Fun to listen to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know what they might play? Suicide well, Squad. Yeah, baby. Yes. Which now has a name, Kill the Justice League. We talked a lot about it last week. Um, but yeah, we've now got a title and more details are on August 22nd. So, yeah. Suicide Squad. Gary? Yes, Kill the Justice League. I'm excited for this. Um, Clearly something's going on, obviously. Why would you want to kill the Justice League? Suicide Squad doesn't do their own thing. They're told what to do by Amanda Waller or anybody else who's in charge of the uh, 
Task Force X these days. So it's interesting. You know, I talked about the the poster that they have with Superman. He's got some crazy shit going on in the eyes section, all purplish and stuff. Might just be hue or color change for whatever reason. Him be about to use heat vision, but something must be going on. And I have a feeling this might be kind of a how can I put this Tower of Babel kind of storyline. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, the Tower of Babel is someone hacks Bruce Wayne's that computer and finds out the weakness of all the Justice League members and tries to kill them. And they all believe that it's Batman trying to kill them all because they're too powerful. Um, so I see something like that maybe going on in this story where the Justice League might think Batman is once again trying to kill them. Um, and Batman goes and tries to recruit the Suicide Squad to try to stop them. Because um, you know Batman is going to be in this, in the main storyline of this for sure, because it's fucking Batman. Of course. Um, you and, cannot have a without <laughs> Batman. Well, and you know, it, it might be a simple story. Maybe I'm just overthinking it where it's like, oh yeah, they're just out there to kill them. And if that's the case, then Batman's probably going to be the final boss too. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited to see what they're doing story wise with this. Um, I know it's a games as a service game, but it's definitely gonna have a pretty epic storyline, I believe. So I'm very excited. I'm I think the most excited I am for this game, or the one thing I'm most excited to see, is how they handle the entire Justice League. Um, obviously we know Superman is this insanely invincible character, so how they handle combat against superman or combat it against be a raid boss well, <laughs> a raid boss even then like how like <laughs> like that's just superman that's not even mentioning the flash how are they going to handle a fight against the flash how are they going to do a fight flaws. against sticky floor <laughs> <laughs> you know wonder woman uh aquaman all these guys are so insanely overpowered the desert like, how are they going to have these characters fight them I'm 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 excited to see how it's gonna play out. And you know, we say that oh kill the justice and justice we are individual people. So clearly there's gonna be have to there's gonna be some random fodder for you to fight as well. Oh yeah. Um I would imagine unless it's just unless it's like a some hardcore game where it's like those multiplayer games where it's like five against one, like uh Dead by Daylight, so one person is Superman and everybody else is trying to kill them. Oh, I don't know. Don't. <laughs> It could be that. I hope it's not, but it could be. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm oh, really Imagine if the levels see... are even more boring than Anthem, where it's just like Superman at the end of the level, and you just go walk all the way to the end just to die, <laughs> and then walk all the way to the end again. Yes, and that's the big problem I have when it comes to the Justice League. And, you know, they're so overpowered. Like, how... Like, I can't imagine from a development perspective how hard and hard difficult it is for them to kind of figure out a way to make it fun to fight these characters. Like, I can imagine it's really fun to play as the Flash and Superman. Yeah. But it's going to be very difficult to go up against them and how they are able to deal with that and implement it into the game. I'm, I'm really curious to see how it's going to work. So that's yeah. why I believe... Batman in that story is going to be helping the Suicide Squad with gadgets and stuff to help them go up against the Justice League. So, 
Yeah. So you you feel you feel it's going to be like another injustice. I do. I do. I think something is happening where the Justice League has kind of gone off the deep end and Batman recruits the Suicide Squad to help him take him down. That or it's just Superman who's gone insane and everybody's following him. I don't know. It, it's definitely got an injustice vibe. For me. It's so going to be. Oh. If it's Superman going insane, it's probably not even Superman. So, it's probably like, yeah. oh, no, Superman's gone insane and everyone's following him. Oh, no. What, what you, a twist. Alfonso? It's actually bizarre. I do it too. I, when I saw the name oh, Kill Justice League, the first thing I thought about was um, Batman Doom. I, that's the first anime, I, that anime movie I thought about. How they, they stole his idea try to break the uh, Justice League with the weakness and then Batman has to re-engineer his own creation. The first thing I thought about. Um, I also feel like it might be injustice. I feel Superman gone crazy and Batman teams out with Waller to bring in the Suicide to help him bring down Superman. And if it's like that, I'm all for it. I, like you said, I also worried and curious on how they um handle fighting the Justice League because you said Justice League together is overpowered and it's going to be no fun trying to take them down if they make them too overpowered. Like, it it has to be somewhat balanced. So, like I said, we'll find out more this Saturday, but I, I love the name and I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, because let's face it, the Justice League are gods. Their individual yeah. members are gods. Even Batman yep. is a god. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yep. you know, it's it's going to be interesting. I'm that's what I'm really curious about is how they handle those those encounters with the Justice League. So, yeah. Anyway, I muted myself when I said something, but what I said was. <laughs> um, Imagine it's just like, oh, oh no, Superman threw in some stuff that's bad. Oh no, never mind, it's not Superman, it's Bizarro. We've all been tricked. Bizarro's not smart enough to do that. <laughs> but it'll be cool. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if he's been manipulated by someone, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the main villain, but someone else is, but they're all, they're all following this. Well, and we're only going off our normal, you know, normal standard version of Bizarro. It could be a newly created one by Warner Brothers where he actually has brains. Who knows? It could be, well, it could be Metal Superman. Um, Superman Prime. You know, oh <laughs> my gosh, thing, right? no. Nobody wins against Superman Prime. That's <laughs> it, could be Superman, it could be Superman affected by Red Kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah. Superman Prime, Jesus man. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can. Everybody combined can stop Superman Prime. <laughs> this is why he's only used once every twenty years. <laughs> How long has it been? I don't think he's appeared since um, the last Crisis on Infinite Earths. I think that was the last. Are time we getting to the twenty-year really mark? <laughs> No, it's been longer than that for Superman Prime. He came in, he beat the shit out of everybody, and he got pissed off because he was promised a challenge, and there wasn't one, so he, like, one-shotted the Anti-Monitor, who is essentially the most powerful being in the DC universe, (laughs) as we're said to believe, but he one-shots Anti-Monitor and just leaves because he's pissed that somebody lied to him. (laughs) Uh That was pretty great. 
I don't really know much about DC and stuff like that from watching Linkara, so. Uh, I like to I like to watch Linkara. Uh, I'm gonna have to go watch some more of his Superman reviews. I like the uh it's a, I can't remember what series it was exactly, but um, Superman was really depressed, and his only response to actually fighting this depression was walk around America, and someone goes up to him and says, "Someone needs help over there," and his response was just, "Look, I'm over here. They're over there. Over there can sort itself out." Okay. (laughs) Superman, everyone. The the, the people over there can talk their own problems out. (laughs) And it sounds like a president of the United States. Superman Superman is very easily manipulated. So (laughs) it's really really hard to imagine. You can put any theory out there. there's a chance it could be true when it comes to Superman. So, well, when it comes to people with theories and craziness, Batman has officially got Batman Gotham Knights to be revealed. Yeah, baby. On the same day as um, the Suicide Squad game. Finally. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's rumors that it's out this year. Yeah. Uh, from yeah. what I hear, it's pretty much done. The game is pretty much done. Um, yeah, Gotham Knight, uh, from what I know, uh, from what I've heard and what I've been told is it's a kind of a reboot of the Arkham franchise. Um, you play as young Bruce Wayne. Um, with the Court of Owls are definitely in this game. They are the main villains, but they've essentially put a hit out on Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman. Um, and you could... Not only play as Bruce Wayne, but you also will play as um, Dick Grayson's Robin. So not the other ones, the original Robin. Um, You also play as Batgirl, Barbara Gordon as well, in this game. Um, Apparently it's also going to use the the Middle Earth Nemesis system. Uh, I don't think it's going to be... There's loads of... There's supposedly loads of different um, groups after Batman, not just the core of house. Like, yeah, um, because the, because the League of Assassins yeah. has been teased as well. Yeah, the Order of Saint Dumas as well, who mm-hmm. is Asriel is a part of that group uh-huh. that yep. Alfonso loves very much. So yes, yes, they they all they all want a piece of his head, and I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll see you know Two Face, Penguin, these guys as well, trying to hunt them down. Um, now, being yeah. the fact it's an Arkham game, well, not an Arkham game, but it's made by the Arkham developers. Who wants to put money that the Joker is the main villain? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because when they were working on Arkham Origins, which is what one of those Montreal that was their their Batman. Uh, that, yeah. that was 2015. Yeah, no, to me, no, 2013, 2013. Sorry. Yeah, they haven't made a game in a long time. Um, yeah. To me, of of all the Arkham games, they had the best story. The story in Arkham Origins was fantastic. Um, And what was so great about it is the use of the Joker. Um, We all thought Black Mask was the main villain, only to find out that Joker was actually the one behind the mask the whole time, pretending to be Roman Mm Sionis. And what was so great about it is we saw how, in this game, how connected joker became to batman um 
And it was during one of the most amazing moments where Harley, Harleen Quinzel, before she became Harley Quinn, is interviewing the Joker. And he's talking about how infatuated he is. Uh, and he's actually talking about Batman, but she thinks that he's talking about her. <laughs> and you play as the Joker, like beating the shit out of all these different versions of Batman. Mm-hmm. And it was so, so incredibly well done because he's talking about how much he is connected to him. And she's over there thinking that he's talking about her. But the moment is just so well done. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a moment like that in not even a Batman comic book where the Joker goes in and explains his complete and insane need of Batman in his life. So, I mean, he explains it in different iterations, but never like that. He Mm -hmm. takes it to the next level. Yeah, and Troy Baker did a phenomenal job as the Joker. Yeah. Like, that is the guy to replace Mark Hamill as the Joker, in my opinion. He has the, he sounds like a younger Mark Hamill playing that role. So, I'll be okay with the Joker <laughs> being in charge and being the bad guy in this game. I won't, I, I don't care because it's the fucking Joker. I doubt it, but. I, I don't doubt the Joker. Gangs. I don't know who's gonna think it's gonna be the main villain, but obviously the Joker gang's gonna be in there somehow. I wouldn't be surprised if the Joker actually helps Batman. Because yeah. <laughs> I can see it happening. He has helped Batman in the past before when he's the one who wants to kill Batman, not somebody else when they get close to it. So Well yeah, he's the one who wants to kill him. So, yeah, like, I'll be okay with, like, seeing Joker and Batman team up. That'd be fucking great. So, I mean, again, they've done it in the past before in the comics as well, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I am definitely excited for this game. I know they said that Gotham City in this game is uh, the size of the Arkham City's city and Arkham Knight's city combined if not a little bigger it's gonna be pretty freaking huge so yeah it's pretty big Mm -hmm. and it's so big to the point where they're actually apparently going to be implementing some variation of the bat plane Um, oh wow they need to they need to yeah what we got arkham knight (laughs) i mean was it arkham knight or city i mean origin arkham knight one of those two the arkham knight that that doesn't count (laughs) <laughs> the Batmobile. <laughs> oh yeah, no, the plane. The, yeah, the, yeah, the Batmobile. No, the the plane. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't count. So they they need to. I I if they plan to make this as big as they say, not only you give us the Batmobile, but you need us to give us the Batwing and the Batboat. Okay, if you give me those two, I'll be set. Know about the boat, but we might get the bike. So the Batboat. Yeah. I want the Batboat. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be. Um, I I I am very excited to finally see this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hopefully it's yeah, actually and... gameplay. Even though I know it's out this year, but you never know. <laughs> Halo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a cross-gen game as well. So yeah, hope I'll be, it'd be nice if they announce it as a um a free upgrade to PS5 if you buy PS4. But yeah, I doubt it. Will, it will be even crazier if it's a launch title as well for next oh. consoles as well. 
Imagine if Sony's money hated that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, Batman exclusive to PlayStation along with Spider-Man. So many, so much salt. <laughs> the saltiest yeah. tears would happen. Uh, by the way, I, I don't promote that. I feel like the Batman game should be on every console for everyone to be able to play. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to laugh if it does. <laughs> uh, now, actually, now we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Mass Effect, the uh, UK retailer game, was allowed to pre order the remaster of the trilogy, but it seems that the remastered pre orders have been cancelled. So, if you've pre ordered the remaster, your money will be, well, if you've been charged, your money will get back. Otherwise, you'll just get your. Um, cancellation notice. So, yeah, it sounds like Game uh, did something they weren't supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Start pre-orders on something they weren't supposed to start pre-orders on yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> way to go, Game. <laughs> hey, it means that more chances it's going to happen. Anyone excited for Mass Effect Trilogy? Because other leaks supposedly saying the fact that they haven't really touched the first one, which puts me off the game completely. Because if there's going to be a remaster, the first one needs to be tweaked to be more like the sequels. Because as much and, fun as the first one was, it had its flaws. So and combat that was, was the one I was slow. looking forward to to play the most because I never played the first one. I, I just went straight to two and three. And yeah, three, I, I was off by three because of the ending. So I wanted to play the first one when I heard that he was doing this remaster. And then yeah. they said they didn't really polish it. I'm not sure if I'm going to get this. It's like it probably won't even come with a DLC for the first one because they actually lost all the files for the DLC. Mm. Yeah. All the source code for the DLC for Pinnacle Station got lost. So. (laughs) That's why the version that's on PS3 that has it is so buggy. Because they had to, like, port the version they already had on Xbox over to the PS3 without changing it. Because they had no way to access the code to change it. So. Well, now they have time to completely redo it. Yeah. Or or maybe not. We'll see. Gary, <laughs> yes, Mass Effect Trilogy, yay or nay? Uh, yay, I guess. I'm not a big fan of Mass Effect. Um, I'm more of a Dragon Age guy. But... I'll give it another shot. Like I played one and two uh, multiple times. I actually only played the third game one time, uh, but I just they weren't for me. Like I couldn't get into them because I just felt like they were too much busy work in those games. So, like, oh, let's go scavenge planets. Like that shit just irritated me through and through. Doing it in the second game, I hated it. What about you, Alfonso? Yeah, like I said, if they don't fix the first one, then I'm not going to bother with it. Because I didn't really care for the third one's ending. And second one was decent, but yeah, it's not it's not my type of game. If they fix the first one, then yes. But if they don't, then I'm not going to bother. Now, an interesting topic that came out recently. We found out a little bit more about the cooling system used inside the PS5. Which will be using liquid metal. I know it sounds like a um, 
Terminator style future thing, but liquid metal is something that's used in high end PCs already. So, yeah. All I want is Robert Patrick's face somewhere on the PS5 inside. <laughs> where we can see it. <laughs> Only if you open it up, you'll see his face carved into the system somehow. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be as a first thing. I know that some game designers in the past has have actually like um when there's like spare pcb on the chip if you know in the old you know, the olden days where you know the although they had the, the massive gpus and cpus and the consoles they weren't like always using up all the space they would put like tiny little marks and stuff like that um funny little like design part like funny little designs onto the pcb itself so that, and, unless you open it up and looking at it you won't know it's there Okay. Or have some funny little joke inside, it's like designed yeah. by or um, constructed by Cyberdyne's systems. Yeah. <laughs> but spelled a little differently because of copyright reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Cyberdin. <laughs> uh, no, that just sounds like a delicious futuristic meal. Cyberdin. Oh my god. But yeah, I don't know much about cooling systems. If they use liquid metal somehow, I guess if it works, go for it. Yeah. Um, laptops are sometimes getting some liquid metal cooling as well, so be interesting to see how it works and if it works okay. Does it not work with fans or anything? It just cools in a different way? Well, no, it'll still have fans, but there's something cool. For, for, I don't know everything about it, so we we'll probably have to have Ed on to talk about it more. But it helps basically. Um, if you've got a CPU and GPU, it normally has something called thermal paste underneath it. Thermal paste is like a, like a glue in a way that glues. It doesn't really glue the thing onto it, but. You will put the thermal place underneath the CPU and GPU. Well, under the CPU, should we say, more than the GPU, because the GPU is massive under the CPU. Um, and then when the CPU itself gets hot, the thermal paste is like a compound that will, rather than having the heat be just focused on one spot, it'll help spread it along the board rather than just having it focused. Liquid metal, I'm guessing, is just an evolution of that, and it, it's, you know, just... The bigger surface area for spreading the um, heat. Interesting. So I I don't know everything. I I've never looked into liquid metal, but um, that's just going off my uh, an idea of what it might do. So now for the biggest topic I think of this week, really, someone brought up saying that PS Five will have trouble reaching 4K 60 frames per second. Um, this was brought up on a, a forum that some people may know as Reset Era, which was a spin-off forum of the original GAF. This was brought up by someone called Dust Golem. So, and supposedly a lot of developers are saying that they... Um, by the way, he brought he, his, his claim to fame was the fact that he leaked some Resident Evil Village stuff. And um, supposedly he was saying that the developers are having trouble reaching 4K 60 frames. Now, a couple of people have companies have put out the fact that they're not having issues, such as Quantum Error, who's saying that their game is running at 4K 60 to 75 frames 
and it's unoptimized, which means that, yes, it's working at 65 to 70. But there might be, like, memory leaks and stuff like that, so it'll eventually run better. Gary? Well, I've got some wind. Do you want to? Do I want to chime in on it? Um, oh, where to start? Um, does Golem, yeah, he leaked a lot of Resident Evil 8 stuff very accurately. Um, that's kind of where he got his uh, insider um, rep from, I guess. Uh, but since this, he, in a way, he didn't admit that he made it up, but he said that he wasn't an expert on 4K and stuff like that. It's just stuff that he was told. Um, and because of that, his he's been removed as a moderator from Reset Era. Um, but a lot of people are saying that he admitted to lying, which he never did. Uh, people really need to kind of go in and read better exactly what he said. But um, I never really believed that it wouldn't be able to achieve it because if they're very close to achieving it on the PS4 Pro, I don't see how they wouldn't be able to achieve it on the PS5. Um, especially when it comes to all the praise that the SSD has gotten and what it's capable of. Um, mm -hmm. But if you really look at it, to me, it's not a big deal. Um, I don't have a 4K TV. I don't care to have a 4K TV. Um, and from what I know, only 33% of people in the world have a 4K TV. 33% um, is, is a good number, but it's less than half of the population on the planet. Um, so I know people are really into this 4K thing. I don't know why. Because unless you have a TV that's at least 80 inches, you're probably not going to see a difference. Well, um, to be fair, though, the standard for 4K TVs is probably going to go up and up because really there's only... Most TVs are only 4K now that you buy. Mm -hmm. It's very rare to find a um, 1080p TV now. Yeah, but see, I'm, I'm not in a hurry to buy one. Um, yeah. Because my... The way I have my setup, my my stuff set up, I don't have space for 80 inch TV. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm not going to see a difference. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. And you know, frames per second, this and that. Like to me, it just doesn't matter anymore. There are some games that run better at 60 frames. There are other games that run better at 30 frames. Um. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm not going to sit here playing the fucking Tetris and command that it has 60 frames a second. Tetris doesn't need 60 frames a second. You know, if I'm playing a first-person shooter, maybe I would want 60 frames per second, especially if I'm playing cross-play against a PC player who clearly has an advantage over a console player. Um, but I just, to me, it doesn't matter because I feel like I would rather a game like The Last of Us or a game like Uncharted look cinematic and run at 30 frames a second than look like Halo Infinite and run at 60 frames a second. Maybe that's just me. I'd rather have a more pretty-looking game that runs well than a subpar-looking game that runs incredibly well. That's just my preference. What about you, Alfonso? Here's my thing on it. People push this, this 60 frames per second thing all the time because of what 
is capable with PC gaming, especially with those 144 refresh rate monitors, and it could push up to 120. And they they basing all on that, saying, "Oh, the PC can do it." But then these game consoles could do it because you know PC is a little more expensive. That these new consoles are getting close to those type of specs, and it should do it. Honestly, I don't care. My setup, I I, I use three different TVs. I have a 55 that's 4K and that has HDR. I have a 50 that's just regular 4K, no HDR, and then I have a regular 40 that's 1080p. And those three will hook up to three. Two will hook up to my PS4 Pro. I have two PS4 Pro hook up to the 50 and the 55, and then my regular OG to the 40. And I put Last of Us 2 back and forth on all three, and I cannot tell the difference. I know you said, Gary, most people, 30 33% have 4K TVs. And yeah, that's a great number, but the other, what, 67 people who don't, I guarantee they're not going to go out and run it by a 4K TV. The TV they have would justify what they what the the PS5 can output to play on the TV. It's not like it's saying, oh, the P the PS5 and Xbox Series X is only compatible with 4K. You have to buy a 4K TV. No, it will work on any TV as long as yeah. it shows good, the graphics shows good. Then you don't need a 4K TV. Having a 4K TV is just being actually yes, I was being extra. I want a 4K TV because I want the best. Not everyone has the money to buy a 4K TV. They use what they have. And as long as the picture shows well, then that's all that matters. So this whole thing for 4K 60, that's 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 just a waste of time. Because then when 4K comes and everyone starts going, then we're gonna jump to 8K. We can't catch up to the technology because once we get somewhere, it's gonna we're gonna it's gonna double up again. And then when you catch up to eight, then it's gonna double. So it, this is just worthless. This is it's it's nice to have, but it's not necessary. Yeah. What about you, Ben? I, I, I think that we're not going to see standard 4K next generation, just because the hardware isn't good enough. If they keep pushing the graphics like they are, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I feel like we're going to see more of a standard of checker checkpoint, checkered point, um, via DLS 2.0 than actual native 4K because the difference between native 4K and checkpointed via DSL 2.0 is is very limited and the that you'll look you'll look much better with the DSL 2.0 than it will um native they'd rather use the the uh the GPU and CPU power to push other things rather than focus in on trying to make it a 4K native game now will we see 4K native games at the launch of the console yes We'll probably see more 4K at the launch than we will later on. But later on in the gen, I feel like we're going to see more upscaled graphics than more than native. Uh -huh. That's just me. Yeah. Like, just thinking about it, like, we saw the comparison screenshots of Demon's Souls remake, yeah. right? When it launched to... Yeah, it's obviously going to be a big difference, you know? It's 14-year difference. But... Like looking at that game, it's like, how can you possibly say that you're gonna like like I I look at the screenshots for that game, and I sit here thinking it's like, how big of a difference is your 4K TV gonna provide yeah. you mm -hmm. compared to, yeah. you know, a 1080 resolution? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, and I, I've noticed this because Ed has a giant ass 88 inch um, 4K TV. Yeah. And he has 4K Netflix and stuff. And we watched the show and you really can't see the difference. Yeah, it's a little sharper, but you like on the smaller TV, you just won't be able to tell. He said multiple times to me and he's explained it to me. Like you just can't tell the difference on a small screen. No, you need a big ass TV. Yeah, you need an enormous TV. Like it's that's why IMAX is such a massive screen. You're not gonna put an IMAX movie on a regular, you know, movie theater screen because it's gonna look exactly the same. Um so yeah, you know, it's the the frames a second resolution storyline has been going on since the PS4 came out. And quite honestly, I'm just really sick and tired of, of hearing the same conversation about it. Like, resolution, frames a second. Like, everybody says every game needs to be 60 frames. Some people say, oh, I'd rather have 4K and 30 frames. You know, I'm one of those where I'm going to leave it up to the developer to decide what's best for me. Or not best for me, but best for their game. You know, I already made the comparison with Uncharted. Like, I would rather Uncharted 4 look the way it does. Uh, and play at 30 frames a second, then have it look worse at running at 60 frames. So I'll admit, though, I played my games over 60 on my PC, on my laptop. Um, Destiny, mm-hmm. I can play up to 120 frames. And I can't go back to play Destiny on PS4 for 30. The difference between 30 and 60 when it comes to first-person shooter are horrendous. Yeah, there's some games you easily tell different out. I, I mentioned that first person shooters yeah. I feel are better at 60 frames a second because yeah. they're high you have to be quick they're, they're, they're fast paced games but slower story driven games I don't feel need 60 frames a second you're telling me you don't want your remastered Fantasy 6 to be 60 frames a second instead of 30 <laughs> you, you need your turn based for 60 frames per second combat oh god I think what is that like the, the fast forward in, in Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Kefka at, at 4K. There you go. Ah. <laughs> uh, damn. Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. Oh, yeah, Fortnite. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, by, by, I'll bring this up. We were talking about Warner Bros. stuff earlier, right? Uh, mm. It looks like the Joker is being added to Fortnite in November. Not just him, but Poison Ivy as well. Yeah. Yeah, in the Last Laugh bundle. Man, I wonder if there'll be a video game out at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the price is going to be because it says you get a thousand. Thirty dollars. Twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, that's not bad, really. I mean, it is for two ski- well, for three skins, but it could be worst. Uh, <laughs> Last Life includes the Joker, Poison Ivy, and Midas Rex, Laugh Riot, Back Blue, Midas Crest, Black Bang. You get the Ivy Axe, the Kingmaker, the Bad Joker, and Joker's Revenge. Pickaxe is a pick of cards. So I can't believe they didn't do a crow <laughs> <laughs> He killed Robin with a crowbar, damn it. Give him the crowbar. 
<laughs> That's additional <laughs> DLC. <laughs> or maybe hey, we'll get it for free. <laughs> I mean, you got to remember, Fortnite always gives a load of free stuff anyway with these events. So maybe the crowbar will be like a free part of the battle pass or something. So. And the reason why I brought that up is because Fortnite had some issues with Apple and Google this week. Because they did some oopsie doopsies. Um, so, yeah. Uh, they tried to lower the... Basically, they want to... They lowered the price by, I think it's 30%, and have a direct payment option so they could try and skip the Apple and Google's legal requirement of paying Apple and Google 30% of your all your sales. Um, now, I want to see what you guys think first before I say anything. So, Alfonso, what do you think of the oopsie doopsies? Honestly, I really don't care. I, I played Fortnite twice. First time I was on my Switch, because at the time when I had my Switch, I had no games, so I played Fortnite, and I didn't care. And then the second time was when the Deadpool skin came out. So, this really doesn't affect me, as it is, like, it is other people who goes crazy for Fortnite. I I I do see, like, it's always these type of things where, oh, something happens with this company, and they make some type of deal, and they fix everything. So, I give it a couple more weeks, and... Well, it's a it's a lawsuit. See. Yeah, but you know when it, when this thing all sells, I you will see it back in the App Store and the Google Play Store sooner than you'll you'll notice. I mean, so. they already had a lawsuit with Google to try and get in the, the store in the first place. So, be interesting to see if it does go back in the store. I don't think it will. Um, Alfonso. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Gary. Then Google's gonna lose a lot of customers if you know. Yeah, the, the the you know people who use Google, they're like, oh, you don't have Fortnite, then they might just switch. Um, the big thing is know? though, why would they care? Because the whole point of what Epic's doing is they're trying to make it so they don't have to pay Google any money to, for hosting their files. So Google will make zero money from any sale of anything. Is that see? <laughs> Gary. Yes. Um like Alfonso, I don't really care for Fortnite, but I no. believe that this is a very important thing yeah. going on right now. Very important with very widespread implications. Um I feel like this is the same move that Epic pulled with Steam and decided to launch their own um service opposite of Steam. And because we know Steam took a huge cut from developers as well. 30%. Um, it's the industry standard. Yeah. And where Epic Games on their store take, I think, like 5% or something. Or 20%. I don't remember. So 10% less. There you go. Um, so to me, this is actually a very important thing that's happening right now. Because Epic Games has, is, they knew exactly what was going to happen when they decided to do this because they had shit already prepared. Oh, yeah. um, you don't file a lawsuit like within minutes of your game being pulled unless you're prepared for this to happen. Um, so they knew exactly that they're violating the rules of the App Store and then eventually the Google Play Store. Um, and like you said, Ben, they want 100% of the profits. And 
I can see where they're coming from, but I also don't feel it's right that you go to a third party to host your game, but you say you have to host it for free and I'm going to reap all the profits from it. Yeah. Um, Apple has the right to take some sort of cut from it. Um, whether it's 30% is not for me to say because I don't, I have to see the numbers of how much 30% of whatever Fortnite makes on the store is, you know, I don't know these specific numbers. Um, but if you go from like, say, microtransactions, if I'm paying a dollar uh, for a Dragonstone in Dokken Battle, for example, yeah. right? You know, they get 30% of that dollar. What, what the hell is the point of that then? Um, so I'm seeing it like that, I guess, maybe what's going on. And they want 100% of those profits. That's why they decided to add this. But they released a trailer attacking Apple and bringing it was up Apple's old that, trailer as well. Yeah, from like 1984 or something like that. Some something that Steve Jobs did, or I don't really know. There's a Steve Jobs video. Years, I think it was. It was. I think it was the 80s. But basically, it was like, ah, oh, look at this. Is what? Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Options are it was, evil. It was. I think it was. The, I think it was the advertisement of the Macintosh for 84. And they just yeah, they kind of you know replicated the same thing, but just you yeah. know, do a Fortnite year. So the way I'm seeing this playing out is not very good for Epic Games and Fortnite. Because I, from what I understand, it's Apple service. They have every right to make whatever rules they want. Um, oh, yeah, it was out in 1984. It was done by Ridley Scott. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, so the way I see Apple has every right to say, what they want to say and take whatever cut they want to take. If you want to have your game on their service, um, it's their company. It's their, you know, software, it's their hardware, whatever. Um, it's like essentially their private companies. Like if you want to sell your stuff here, this is what I'm going to take. Um, I don't think this is going to end well for, for Epic games. Um, at least not in the way that people are thinking, like they're thinking that Epic is going to win and is going to put Apple in their place, is going to put Google in their place. It's not. Um, you can say Fortnite is one of the most massive games out there, but have you seen how much shit is on these Play Stores that have 10 million, 15 million mm -hmm. downloads? Um, huh. Let's face yeah. it, we see the numbers of the highest grossing mobile games. Guess what? Fortnite doesn't even make the top 50. No. <laughs> if even the top one. It's no Dokken Battle. Yeah, it's not, which is ranking in, in the top three most of the time. It's yeah. not Fate Grand Order. It's not any of those games. Um, no, Rage, Shadow Legends. <laughs> Hell, I'll even go out <laughs> to say when Diablo Immortal launches, it's probably going to jump to the number one spot pretty quickly. Um, so to me, I this is Epic wanting to make a statement that these companies are taking too much and they feel like they're fighting for the little guy, I want to say. Um, but this is not the way to go about it because these companies have the right to make up whatever rules they want because it's their service. It's their server you're putting your games on. Um, it sucks, but that's how it is. Um, at this rate, I won't be surprised if 
Epic just releases an app on their own Epic Game Store that lets you just download Fortnite to your Apple iPhone or to your Google Android phone. I mean, like you could already do on... <laughs> see, that's the thing. That's already a thing on Android. I can see their, lo- their, their legal stance with iOS more than Android because Android is... Um... A lot more op- iOS. You've got to get you. Anytime you make a program, you've got to submit to Apple, and then Apple goes for a load of checks, and then finally it gets added to the iStore. With Android, it's, they they don't do as many checks. That's why there's so much crap on the Android store versus the um, iOS. And also on Android, you can have your own storefronts. So you don't have to use the Google storefront. Um, in yeah. fact, funny enough, before it got added to the Google store, because uh, funny enough, this isn't the first time they've done this for Android. Where when uh, Fortnite was originally coming for Android, uh, Epic's like, "Oh, we don't want to pay your prices, Google. We're making our own storefront called the Epic Storefront. Download it on our website." And nobody wanted to download it because you had to agree to install unauthorized apps onto your phone. Mm-hmm. And of course, not many people want to click that button because who knows what you'd be? Yeah, you could download by accident in the future. So Epic then finally made, oh, fine, we'll add it to the Google Play Store. <laughs> Only for it to now be this. So Epic, congratulations, you just did an entire circle on Android. Yeah, like, and it's interesting because, you know, it's 30% from them, but it's also 30% yeah. from Xbox and Sony as well. Yeah. Um, so why aren't they doing the same thing there? And in my opinion, it's because they can't afford to do it with Sony and Microsoft because it's going to hurt them infinitely more than it's going to hurt the mobile version of that game. Um, That game lives on consoles and PCs at this point. PC, yeah, you can go download Fortnite if you have Epic Games. That's fine. But they don't have an Epic Games on PlayStation or Xbox or mobile for that matter. You, they have to go through a third party unless they want to go and create, you know, like an EA Access or, you know, whatever the fuck Ubisoft's one is and put it on console. But are they willing to to piss off Sony and Microsoft enough to do that? No. I don't they think they are. That, they can't take that risk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, it's, it's interesting. And I, I wonder exactly how much of this is being affected or how much of this is coming from their owners uh the the massive chinese conglomerate tencent i think it's called that pretty much owns epic games they own like 54 percent of them i mean tencent Uh, owns pretty much everything (laughs) everything so i i don't know if it's coming also from them attacking or going taking them their their game away from an american-based system because of what trump has been doing recently attacking pretty much everything that they own okay tenant zones riot <laughs> games fun yeah. cam grinding gear supercell 40 percent of epic uh marvelous whoever they are um activision blizzard they own five percent they own five percent of paradox and five percent of ubisoft they an invest a major investment into platinum games. They're a, a de- minor into Jaeger development. That's a, that's a lot of people. They they have their pockets in a lot of places. Yeah. Um. So yeah, to me, this is 
a very massive move by Epic to try to win, I think, a moral battle that they can't win. Um, and I'm seeing all this crap appear on, on Twitter, like free Fortnite. Like, people think that Epic is going to win this. Um, I don't think they will. And I think the courts will agree with Apple and Google on this and say, this is their company. This is a contract they had. You signed it. You broke that contract. And now you're suing them for breaking that contract. Um, so I don't see this going incredibly well for Epic Games, at least not the way they're thinking. Um, it might be a victory with the people for them, standing up to the overlords of Apple and Google, but that's as far as it's going to go for me. I... I I do expect those games to be back on the store exactly how they used to be without any mm -hmm. changes. Yep. Or they won't be at all. Uh, but I don't see Apple and Google giving into this in any way. So. Now your thoughts, Ben. You want to hold off. <laughs> I think I've said everything I wanted to say, to be honest. I've jumped in a few times. I, I feel like, yeah. So you're what? against against Epic Games on this for that? I'm a I'm against I'm against it really. I feel like uh by the way, I hate supporting Apple, but um also please go check out a YouTuber called Some Ordinary Gamer. He did a really good video about all of this. Um now I feel like Google ha I don't know. I, f I feel like because Apple and Google have invested so much in making the co uh, you know hardware such as the phones, uh, you know that they need they deserve the money because they're the ones who bring the brand awareness. Y y you're not going to rush out and buy yourself an Epic phone. Well, people will rush out to buy the new Android and Google and <laughs> new Android and Apple phone yeah, because they've heard of the it, brand. Microsoft already tried that with yeah. their own version of the iPod, which was a complete and utter disaster. <laughs> 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 but yes continue sorry um, but yeah but that's my view I, I feel like um, it's just like my uh, what's good God damn it. Apple and Google have spent their time and money investing into the phone market bringing new phones up yeah Android is free to use on phones I don't feel like they don't think they have to pay a license. So they spend all that time and money investing in improving the service. The fact that they're asking for a cut for you using their devices to sell stuff that that they're hosting, I don't feel like it's that you know you're not having to invest the brand awareness into producing the product that's make yeah it's being sold yeah you're making the game, but you're not making the hardware work that's already been done for you. The software that will run the game is also being done for you. And the hosting service and any online is probably also being done for you. I feel like it's kind of rude not to then give them a little bit of money to pay for all those different changes and charges that they, that they've covered themselves. 30% may be a bit too high, but I mean, this is the 30% probably came from the day where there wasn't as many smartphones. So 
they wanted a higher cut because they weren't making as much money. Nowadays, yeah, it's probably okay to go a little bit smaller, but then of course, you know, everything costs more to do anyway. So it's like swings and roundabouts. Do they charge less because they're making more? But they're also on the other side, making the phones cost more. Making the uh, I know we're paying for the phones, but there's still some costs of uh, man, you know, not manufacturing, but the development of it. You know, actual, you know, research and development into the into the phone. I keep wanting to say console. <laughs> so I can understand why Apple and Google, Apple and Google want thirty percent. Um. So yeah, I I have no problem with. I feel like this lawsuit's going to flop. Um. But I feel like the iOS store will get. Fortnite back again, but I don't think Android will. I don't think Android will. Why not Android? Because Android, um, um, sorry, Android has more options already to, um, Siloed programs, you don't have to follow Android's pr- rules exactly. As I said, Epic has its, Amazon has its own storefront. Epic has its own storefront. M- multiple different companies have their own storefronts. So it's possible to have your own storefront on Android. So chances are Epic will use that route to try and make more money by going to make their own Epic storefront and somehow like have some weird promotion that will try and make that like a big deal. Even though it already exists and they already have one. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. So yeah, that's my idea. Um. So, is anything else you want to bring up before I end the podcast? Uh, nothing off the top of my head, no. Nope, me either. So, okay. Gary, how can so, they contact you? You can contact me on Twitter at Doug Lausch. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Alfonso. Oh, by the way, shout-outs as well, sorry. Oh, sorry, Gary. Huh? Sorry. Shout-outs. Oh, yeah. Shout-outs to you guys, as always. Thank you for having me on here. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been part of the camp podcast who hasn't been on for a while. Tim, Chris, um, Neil, Mike, all them guys. And shout out to the listeners as always. Thanks for listening. Uh, Fonzo. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for having me on. Like always, like always, it's fun and it's a pleasure. I know, Shannon, your birthday is next Monday, but we celebrated this week. So happy early birthday, I guess. To all the listeners, to all the followers, keep following me, guys. You guys are awesome. You can follow me on Twitter at AliShen7. That sounds good. Uh, I'd like to shout out to both Gary and Alfonso. Thank you so much, as always, for being on. It's, it would be just be me talking to myself otherwise. Um, I'll, we'll be back. Uh, of course, you can follow me at MG underscore Chili. Also, let's shout out to Mushroom Radio, Shields, I Tank. Gather together, Phoenix Down Radio, She Hills Are Tank, and, and all the other different financy podcasts and all the different content creators out there. So go give them a follow. Uh, we'll be back next week. Also, follow me, MGM. It's called Chili. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>